Hello, my friend. Good morning, my friend. How are you? We are well. We don't have morning or evening. I know. I know. <laughs> it's my perspective. <laughs> yes, we appreciate that. Do you come in the love and the light of the one infinite creator? We do, as do you. As do I. Yes, thank you for asking. Yes, it's always good to clarify such things. Yes. We just wanted to share a couple things um, regarding Gaia. Mm-hmm. that your scientists have um, not fully realized okay. or have misconstrued. The, we, we have noticed within your populace that many people are alarmed by what they call global warming. Yes. And very many people, rightfully so, are um, very proactive in trying to prevent further global warming. Mm-hmm. Yes. However, what the populace does not understand, given the duration of Gaia and how many years she has been in existence, this is a normal phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Your planet gets warm, and then it gets cold. Yes. And it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. It's about every 26,000 years that it goes around the sun. Mm-hmm. And this is a normal phenomenon. Okay. It's been accelerated by your uh, carbon dioxide emissions from mm-hmm. your, your uh, structures that, that build things right. and put stuff in the atmosphere mm-hmm. as a result. However, if you look at the fossil records, mm-hmm. particularly in the, the polar caps, mm-hmm. which are mostly frozen, if and, and your scientists have discovered this, that if they dig down deep enough, they will find fossils of ferns, Mm-hmm. plants, right. flowers, uh, bugs. So th- this is to sh- show, not to show, but to demonstrate the viability of Gaia and the cyclical nature of the planet. Mm-hmm. So the level of alarm mm-hmm. that your populace is um demonstrating yes yes it, it is accelerating the heating of the planet getting warmer picture like an oven mm-hmm. getting hot uh, a little bit more than it's supposed to mm-hmm. but this is a normal phenomenon mm-hmm. and the alarm that uh, the populace is um, taking on in trying to slow this down we find uh, tremendous that there are that many within your populace that have the awareness to recognize this acceleration. However, it's being somewhat ignored by your scientists that this is a normal cycle of the planet. Mm-hmm. So the heating and the cooling and the heating and the cooling, that's what the planet does. Right. That's how the oceans regenerate themselves. Mm-hmm. And... A lot of the ocean regeneration is dependent upon these cyclical changes within the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So this is a very important process that Gaia goes through, is being accelerated due to your your emissions, as we just stated, but uh, that is just a normal part of the process that's been going on since Gaia was created. Right. And so we just wanted to reiterate that because, as we had mentioned prior to, uh, the amount of plastics going into your oceans are very detrimental. Mm-hmm. 
but the heating and the cooling of the oceans and the atmosphere it's it's normal Mm -hmm. it's a normal cycle and that's what helps perpetuate um, the evolution of species Mm -hmm. because without that species would not evolve and so we think that those in your populace we are grateful that they are conscious of Gaia and her well-being but tend to be maybe a little overzealous mm-hmm. in slowing this down but but this is just a normal cycle that occurs it's just being accelerated right. by by your pollutants mm-hmm. uh, particularly that that the country um, with the red red with the yellow stars uh, China. China yes 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 they're not very polite to Gaia Right, but they're in their own evolutionary cycle, mm-hmm. as is um, uh, people on the bikes, uh, India. Yes, yes, uh, they are they are in a different phase of development as well. So their concern for Gaia is not as um, high as your uh, more developed countries that have right. the, the green square um, dollars. Mm-hmm. So that becomes uh, a factor as well right but the main our main just uh, we will keep this brief today our main information okay information is that the heating and the cooling of the planet is very normal and the populace tends to overreact Mm -hmm. to these changes that occur but the, the the people that drill down into the the ice, they have those right. those um, cores. The geologists that drill into the yeah they, they come out the with, ice. they yeah. come out with this core. Mm-hmm. Right. They can see all the geological changes that have occurred right within these regions, and so but they don't get much attention because your the film media media media. They tend to focus more on the um, negative. Mm-hmm. Your media tends to be service to self, mm-hmm. very much so. Okay, which interesting. Which is why people watching that box kind of get sucked in and, and get sucked into that fear. Uh-huh. But besides from that, this is a normal cycle that Gaia goes through. And I understand um, also that the the entire solar system has cycled into a segment of the galaxy that is conducive to warming, to to uh, triggering this cycle. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, as it as the galaxy loops mm-hmm. around and around, and there's multiple sun systems. Right, and there essentially there are elements within the galaxy that trigger these cycles also do they not yes mm-hmm. yes yes your planet is not unique to these um, evolutionary cycles right they're right. all interdependent upon one another mm-hmm. they all influence mm-hmm. one another right and and so the design is that each galaxy Mm-hmm. and or planet, your planets are relatively close together from mm-hmm. our perspective. Right. So they tend to influence one another, kind of push mm-hmm. each other for their own evolution. Right. Uh, they interact. 
they of course they interact. yeah they interact and through that interaction they learn yes they learn yeah it, it's almost like um just different animals interacting with one another that well don't. people people interact with each other and it's through that interaction and we've discussed this it's how they learn and galaxies are just or, or we have we call I, I think uh, for a clarification it's my understanding that when you think of a galaxy we would call that a solar system yes and what we call a galaxy which is a large the much larger organism that includes your nine star system and our nine system nine star system and all of that just the geographic appearance of it we call uh, a galaxy is that a clarification that you would agree with is that correct yes that okay. is correct all right so when i'm referring to a galaxy i'm talking about the big organism that is inclusive of all of the nine star systems that geographically appear in close proximity yeah, and your nine-star system is relatively small and compact mm -hmm. uh, compared to all the other galaxies and star systems around. Mm -hmm. It's it's almost like your star system is within a bubble, mm -hmm. and that's due to the level of consciousness mm -hmm. of those that are inhabitant mm -hmm. upon that system. And so it makes interaction between multiple systems limited mm -hmm. because of this self-imposed bubble. Mm -hmm. It's almost self-imposed upon each individual because they are so, we picture like a Ziploc bag, the mm -hmm. plastic bag with a thing at the top. Right. That they're like in their own little world. Mm -hmm. And unable to communicate with the outside okay and just for clarification are you speaking of um, what we perceive to be a person or are you still talking about the nine star system an individual person okay well that uh, that is uh, reflective or indicative of the degree of free will intoxication is it not it is the, the more significant the perception of autonomy the lower the perception or lower the evolutionary advancement Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Uh, just to, to comment and inquire further on your, your comments about Gaia and the, uh, the climate change, the level of consciousness that Earth's population currently experiences is characterized by a resistance to change. Yes. And I think part of that resistance to change, would you agree that that is the primary motivator behind the fear of the changes in the climate, the warming? Yes, a, a resistant change, resistance to um, doing things differently mm -hmm. uh, it is very um, pervasive mm -hmm. within your populace. Mm -hmm. But and that's that stimulus for change that provides us the opportunity for the learning that we need to advance. Yes, and Gaia, as we have stated prior to in our conversations, has been um, instrumental in, in pushing mm -hmm. people to um, change those views. Mm -hmm. However, what's keeping that down mm -hmm. is uh, fear, right? people's fear of change, people's fear of looking around. Awareness. Awareness mm -hmm. and seeing that things are not working as well as they should mm -hmm. and that things could be better. However, that requires a lot of effort, mm -hmm. energy, right. um, the, the dollar investment, mm -hmm. 
And unfortunately, from our perspective, we see that the, the dollar control being held by a very few number of individuals mm-hmm. right. that want to restrict that advancement because then that they don't have that power pocket and power. Yeah. And so they so it, it's this conflict sure. where it's an unawareness of the populace to recognize these changes that need to be made. And then it's also being pressured by those that control the, the dollars mm-hmm. that can make it happen. Right. So those that control the dollars that can make it happen are very reluctant because then that jeopardizes their, their stability mm-hmm. and their mind, their own stability. So it, it's quite a dichotomy that your populace is going to have to resolve itself. Right. Well, as you well know, uh, one of the primary objectives of third density is um, what we have called the choice, the uh, the decision to uh, polarize service to self or service to others. And that is a significant point of contention where we are in our evolutionary development. When I say we, the population of, of Earth in its evolutionary development. And as we've talked before, a, a significant portion of the population has not even elevated their awareness adequately to be able to make that choice. That's correct. And so there's a significant portion of the population that remains in chaos and vacillates between the choice uh, of service to self or service to others. And consequently, their lack of awareness makes them subject to the influences of those polarized service to self. This is is true. This is true. The more um, stuff availability of things, distractions, as we have spoken about before, Mm -hmm. um, tend to uh, derail Mm -hmm. that decision-making process, which serves service to self because then they can generate more energy Mm -hmm. from the vacillation of the population being unable to make a choice. Mm -hmm. However, if you, and, and this is the interesting part of your populace, is that those individuals that live in um, small tribes, mm-hmm. like in Africa, right. where they, they don't, from your standpoint, from a, um, a monetary and or um, housing standpoint, clothing standpoint, they don't have much. Mm-hmm. They're happy. Right. They are the most happy people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Because they look out for one another, mm-hmm. they care for one another, they interact with one another on a daily basis, mm-hmm. they cook for one another, mm-hmm. They're, they don't exclude anybody based upon how much money, they well they don't make money, but based upon their monetary endeavors, they, they don't make those determinants mm-hmm. insofar as who they want to interact with, which is why from an evolutionary standpoint spiritually mm-hmm. they are far more advanced right than the people in your larger cities with the big buildings and the the, the big fancy clothes right with the label right. yes yeah that that doesn't mean anything right but those individuals get overlooked mm-hmm. get laughed at mm-hmm. by your populace but they well, are from an evolutionary standpoint very advanced right because they don't value 
monetary type things. Mm -hmm. They value their relationships with one another. They cook together. They sleep together. They eat together. They walk around together, walk around. Mm -hmm. And they're not distracted. Right. They're not distracted by the the box with Mm -hmm. the the pictures and and the thing in the car with the music. Mm -hmm. So... From an evolutionary spiritual standpoint, they are far more advanced, mm-hmm. but they're just not recognized, right? And that's unfortunate. Well, commenter Naskier responds: the the only thing that is preserved after an incarnation are the lessons that we've learned about the five inherent characteristics of the Creator: the awareness, love, wisdom, unity, and stillness. Mm-hmm. And none of the um, accoutrements that are comfort uh, elements of our incarnate existence have value after we uh, no, and none of the the information about jobs, skills, or, or whatever are preserved after we die, after we leave this incarnation. Is that correct? That's correct. The only thing that is preserved from those experiences mm-hmm. is your learning and compassion and interaction with another incarnate person. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's preserved. Right. It is your learning, compassion, agreement, awareness. Mm-hmm. Well, the awareness is, as we've talked uh, before, is an es- the foundation for our evolutionary advancement. And as we escalate our awareness, then we become aware of these other attributes that we inherently have but have not yet energized or activated but when you talk about compassion and when you talk about sympathy and eventually empathy then those are the learning tools of love are they not they are it's like a path Mm -hmm. like a guided path but you have to choose right to be on that path Mm -hmm. and that's incumbent upon each individual nobody can just throw you on the path we picture um the yellow brick road. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, where they're yes. skipping down the road. We've yes. seen that in her head. It's yeah, cute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's a choice, and, and nobody can force you down it. Mm-hmm. You, It's incumbent upon you to have the awareness to want to seek it out mm-hmm. and to pursue it. Right. But the, aware, the awareness is the awareness of self. We're all motivated to get more of what we like. And so it's a matter of learning what we like. So as we become aware and we become sympathetic for others suffering, and we become compassionate for others suffering, those are actually teaching us, those feelings are teaching us about what love actually is. And it feels better to be compassionate, to be sympathetic, to be empathetic than it does to be isolated in our perceptions of autonomy. Is that correct? Would you agree with that? Yes, we would agree with that. However, uh, what hinders the majority of your populace from pursuing something as altruistic as that Mm -hmm. is a fear. Right. A fear because in order to go outside yourself, Mm -hmm. you have to have the awareness to look inside yourself Mm -hmm. and determine that this this is what you want. Right. But until the individual resolves the fear inside themselves it creates a barrier 
um, before that individual can pursue such a thing. But mm-hmm. they have to have the awareness, as you just spoke of, in order to move forward with that. And mm-hmm. as we had said, all these distractions create a lot of problems. Right. And so a- another thing that we'll just touch upon that helps the populace go that route mm-hmm. is illness. Mm-hmm. Illness, yes, it is a, a blockage of energy, but it also serves a great purpose. Mm-hmm. As, um, as a catalyst. As a catalyst, and as difficult it is, as it is for people to deal with illness, it makes them stop. Mm-hmm. It makes them stop. We picture a hamster wheel. Right. We've used this analogy in the past. Um, it makes them stop. And then they have to, they have no choice but to be still mm-hmm. and quiet. Right. And so all these other distractions of, of going to a, an eating place, mm-hmm. the chairs in the, a restaurant, mm-hmm. and, and the, the music live where you go and you listen to music outside right. with a bunch of people, and a gathering with a bunch of people, constant, we'll use her words, yak, 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 yak. Mm-hmm. Um, stimulus, constant stimulus. Right. Yeah. So all of that goes away. So this is why uh, people do not recognize, we wouldn't say necessarily the benefits, but the side effect of being ill. Mm-hmm. Because it forces you to be still. Mm-hmm. And many within your populace are unable to be still. Well, they've never been still, so they don't know what it feels like. No. So Gaia, the bacteria, Mm -hmm. and the viruses, which are very pretty, by the way, Mm -hmm. um, they provide a tremendous gift. Mm -hmm. Opportunity. To those that that need that. um, We picture a brake pedal, Mm -hmm. a pause. Right. A stop, like a stop sign. We see a, she pictures a stop sign mm-hmm. to just stop mm-hmm. and just breathe and just be. And that's scary. Yeah. For, for a lot of people, that is scary. That yeah. is scary for many in your populace, that they, yeah. they are unable to just breathe and be still. Mm-hmm. Most, uh, um, I think everyone, it's my observation, and, and please add your, your thoughts, Everyone has awareness, but awareness is directional. And while we remain unconscious, our awareness is directed outside of ourselves in order to try to manipulate the world around us to conform to our belief system or our identity. And it's only when we're able to become aware of awareness and redirect that awareness inside are we able to do what you are prescribing is necessary to evolve. Yes. Yes, the awareness, the design is for the awareness to be directed inside, mm-hmm. to become aware of whom you are, where you are in this world, and who you are interacting with. Mm-hmm. When awareness gets directed outside by the individual, your expectation is is that your perception of awareness that you direct onto others mm-hmm. should be reflected back to you. Right. And that's completely erroneous. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that behavior is trying to trick the world into giving them what you need or what you want. It's, yes. It's deception. 
it, it is self-deception. <clears throat> it is self-deception. But the other problem that comes along with that when individuals direct that awareness onto another individual is that it projects a heavy energy on that individual mm-hmm. with the expectation that you're going to get something from that individual that mm-hmm. they may or may not be able to give. And so this guilt, anger cycle begins to create. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, all of that can just be described as stress because it's, it creates stress for the individual that is unaware. Yes, and it also creates a tremendous amount of stress for the individual that it's being projected onto because from their perspective, they don't understand or may not understand what the dynamic is Mm -hmm. that is perpetuating this behavior. Right. And so it just becomes this vicious... um, Cycle. Yeah, yeah, tornado. Tornado, yeah. Well, the, the individual that it is projected upon has to agree to accept that. So if their awareness is escalated and they've surrendered a large portion of their erroneous false identity, then it's unlikely that they're going to accept that projection. Yes. Yes, this is true. And so if an individual who has enough awareness to recognize that this is being projected upon them and they decline it, Mm -hmm. they're protected right they they don't absorb that negative energy Mm -hmm. but then it creates a conflict between the individual who is throwing it at them Mm -hmm. who is expecting a response Mm -hmm. and who needs that energy right but therein is the opportunity for learning by the projector of that situation Mm -hmm. okay so it again is another opportunity to evolve to become aware and progress Yes, it's just unfortunate that many within your populace, and it's not just within your own country. No, it's worldwide. The shape, yes. Yeah. Worldwide. That dynamic is very pervasive. Mm -hmm. However, as we stated earlier, in your, what you would consider primitive cultures, Mm -hmm. there is far less of that. Right. Far less of that. Yeah. And it, it, it's which is why they are so harmonious, sharing, giving, caring for one another, regardless of age, mm-hmm. whether they live in a, a little tent yeah. type thing. But they are far more harmonious because they don't have all these distractions and they're not trying to get ahead. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's no competition. Yeah. We have an academic discipline um, called anthropology, and anthropology studies, for the most part, the the history of man's social development, and they, uh, as a as a whole, do not understand that what they're observing is really the various consciousness levels that uh, that have evolved within the the subgroups within the the population. And it's been my observation that uh, the three characteristics that they have documented but not really put into a proper characterization is how women are treated within a subgroup, the degree of hostility or bellicosity that is demonstrated within the group, and the bellicosity that's demonstrated against other tribes, that 
and it's my perspective that those three are primary elements that uh, are indicative of the degree of advancement of the sub the tribe or this the subgroup would you concur yes this is true this is true women it within your populace have been very um, pushed down mm -hmm. oppressed yeah oppressed however the male portion of the population that participates in that mm -hmm. they recognize the tremendous value that women have as they advance they do right they're just not willing to admit it yeah or agree to it well they, they fear losing their power yes yeah. mm -hmm. yes it's very much a um a male dominant trait mm -hmm. however you will see as you have seen in your country called India, mm -hmm. the women are not agreeable to this type of posture. Right. So they are changing things. Good. Okay. Well, it's going to be the women that change the world. Yeah. India, southern horn of Africa, mm -hmm. the eastern portion of Africa as well. Okay. So a lot of these female groups that have been oppressed. Mm -hmm they have gotten to a point where they have nothing to lose right they have everything to gain right and so there's going to be a lot of conflict mm -hmm. but there it's going to be the younger ones as we have stated before right that are going to change things because they're witnessing what is going on and they're going to be the ones that are going to grow up and make the changes and the boys and the girls in these um, populations that oppress women mm -hmm. are going to start recognizing one another and realizing how detrimental that is to mm -hmm. their populace and mm -hmm. their development mm -hmm. well it, it, uh, again asking your your comment it's, it's my observation that the female less physically strong than the male is actually teaching the male when the male oppresses her by giving the male a signal to become more uh, sympathetic and compassionate and employ the tools of learning of love is that accurate that's accurate okay yes okay. the populace cannot perpetuate without the female obviously right and so that's a threat to males in mm -hmm. any any society mm -hmm. and so throughout the thousands of years the male has recognized that and tries to suppress the female energy mm -hmm. in order to maintain their own energy mm -hmm. but that is rapidly changing yeah and the energy that you're uh, referring to is is what has been called uh, intelligent energy and that is what the service to self seeks to extract from the the populace yes and that and the reason is they need that in order to sustain themselves because they have chosen to divorce themselves from aligning with the universe yes they have chosen to become their own entity mm -hmm. with the belief that they can extract mm-hmm a tremendous amount of energy in order to sustain themselves mm -hmm. but over the millennia they are discovering that this is not the case mm -hmm. so they try numerous efforts 
to try to extract energy from different parts of your world, mm-hmm. not just your world, but multiple other universes. Right. But there are certain portals, as we have discussed before, and that you're aware of, mm-hmm. that they tend to come in through, and then you see a huge influx of chaos within those particular regions. And it's a cycle. It almost right. happens over and over and over, like particularly in the place with all the sand, with the, all the with fans? Sands. Sands, yes. Sands. The Middle East? Yes, we yes. Call that, we just call that area the Middle East. The Middle East, yes, that place. And also in the, the South America, mm-hmm. South America, uh, as we have spoken about, the country with the, the Venezuela. oil. Venezuela? Yes, yeah. Venezuelans, yes. that That's a big portal as well. Mm-hmm, okay. Well, we had, we had talked about India and uh, Russia as also being uh, a primary portal in China uh, yes. primary portal Russia and, more so than China yeah yes the populace of Russia is suffering tremendously mm-hmm. has been for decades yeah because okay. of this region okay well these are areas I would like to pursue with you but I think uh, our our channel is becoming fatigued yes she's tired. so in another session we can continue my friends thank you it's always a pleasure to speak with you